When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, bitches. Welcome back to Resting Bitch Face with myself, Justine, and I'm joined today by Julie. Hi, Julie. Hello. What's going on? What's going on on this Wednesday evening? So freaking tired. So last night, so we've been doing a lot of fishing lately because it's like the very, the end of like fishing season. I don't know. That's my husband's thing. He loves fishing. He's been fishing all the time. Um, But so last night, I got home from work. I took my kid to the movie theater and I went to work out because it's like in the same little center. Then I get a text from my friend like, hey, we're going to the bar. Come meet us. So I finished my workout. Very proud of myself for that. I didn't skip that. I worked out. I went to the bar. I ate some like spinach and artichoke dip and took some shots with my friends and hung out for a while. Then I picked up my kid from the movie afterwards because it was... um. Guardians of the Galaxy, so it was super long, so I had plenty of time to do all those things. Uh, took them home, and then I went out to the reservoir and went fishing with my husband and got home, like, super late, and I'm exhausted. It's hard to try to have a life when you have a stupid job. I'm tired. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. I would not be doing all those things in one day. I wouldn't be doing all those things in one day and I don't even have a job. So, but I want (laughs) to, it's fun, but then I have to like be at work at seven in the morning and that part is not fun. So, you know, what have you been up to? Um, nothing really. I mean, same old, same old besides selling my house. Mm-hmm. like that's awesome sold it to the very first person who viewed it which oh, is that's amazing yeah dream come true because I was like getting annoyed with like you know having to do the showings like yeah you, know, you have making to like sure, leave when people making are there. sure your house is spotless all the time because somebody mm-hmm. could just come in in a few hours notice all that stuff so all that stuff yeah. is out of the way I mean I'm excited for a huge life change and but besides that just like you know Vanderpump rules of course taking over the life because not only am I obviously into the new watching all this stuff watching everything unfold on social media etc but then also recapping the first season on my Patreon on Shore Store so it's like hasn't left me yet all over again and uh through wonderful new eyes finally got amanda to get into it from mm-hmm. we love to hate everything so now she's into it and we're all just on pins and needles waiting for this reunion to happen yeah i mean okay so first of all if you guys are interested in that tomorrow we are going to be doing a full recap of the reunion on patreon so mm. click the link in the description head over to our patreon for that because 
we're obviously going to get into full detail over everything that goes down as we're recording this now it hasn't happened yet um but what do you think of because this is a you know one of the many debates that's going on online with the fandom of like ariana doing the fake move out out of her and tom's house have you seen this no i hadn't seen that so she staged a fake move out called paparazzi on herself and said i'm moving out but it was just like spawn con like she was just doing like an ad for something like i'm moving on in life and now people are like mad at her and being like oh she's using this you know for money and her benefit yeah okay i would too why not take advantage like strike while the iron is hot it's like that's what literally every single person on this cast is doing yeah, they're all taking advantage of it. Yeah, oh, as as I, every I don't see single. A with that. Yeah, same. Yeah, I didn't see that. I did watch her on Call Her Daddy earlier today, and I thought that was a really good interview. There were some things that were revealed that were so upsetting, um, and I'm sure that there were some clips going around of this, but uh, it's particularly. The fact that Rachel had spent the night at their house before and Tom like went to bed with Ariana, got out of bed in the middle of the night and went to another room and fucked Rachel in the same house while Ariana was asleep. Like what the fuck? What a fucking piece of shit for both of them. He pulled the, he pulled the Ronnie according to Ariana because a couple of times he was like out with Raquel and then he came back and slept in the bed with Ariana. Um, Disgusting. And, you know, she does bring up, she does admit that she did tell him if we break up, I'm going to quit the show and move mm-hmm. to another life, to move, like completely change my Have life. She life. said that she didn't mean it, like end her life. Like, yes whatever the the funniest part to me was when she said that Raquel's dog Graham is an asshole and she's yeah. like the dog is not well trained I'm like why am I not surprised by that at all yeah I thought the funniest part was um she was talking about something about how um they always wanted to go out like Tom always wanted to go out and you know like that's fine but she's like in her 30s and she has responsibilities and she made some comment about how when you're 28 you're a 28 year old failed pageant queen with no job you can be out all night doing whatever the fuck you want to do i love that and the stories the other cast members have told about raquel and how she actually is when they go out drinking is like extremely sloppy like there was a story that peter told a couple weeks ago on sheena's podcast where he had to like drive her home and hold her hair back because she was puking all night and like she was like puking out the car window on the way home which i could be drinking like that which like no judgment i've been there before but it's just funny because she's hanging out with all of these people in like their late 30s early 40s like acting like that and they are hanging out with her when she's acting like that it's very strange it is really weird yeah and I mean Ariana's a queen she's classy and beautiful and I love her I love her I mean one thing that I will say that was very revealing to me was when she said like I love Katie and Lala but they're not really in our inner circle so the things that they say don't really mean as much 
And people are like, yeah, like Lala capitalizing on this is just her mm-hmm. trying to like deflect from her own situation, mm-hmm. which I mean, I oh, kind of yeah. see that for sure. I did think it was interesting. I, I listened to Lala's um, podcast earlier and about the finale episode and they were talking about the Randall scandal on, on Hulu. And she said that they did not interview her for that. The footage that you see of Lala in that show is like some kind of licensed video from something else. Yeah, I, I knew that. Really they just they just like, pulled clips from uh, like a podcast that she did. Why wouldn't they want to interview her? Why wouldn't they want to interview her? I don't think it's that they didn't want to interview her. I think from because I listened to the same podcast too. From what I mm-hmm. gathered is that because she's like, oh, way more stuff about Randall's going to come out that you guys that's not in that documentary that you guys don't even know yet. So I think she's getting ready to do like a bigger project okay, involving everything sense. with Randall. But at the same time, I don't like know. her own thing. I don't know. The whole thing is so messy. Do we even care anymore? I, like, he's just another weird, big Ed looking, ugly, fat loser who scams people and cheats on women. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just not interested. I think it's more of the whole like sleazy Hollywood casting couch producer of it all. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I think that I think I think what she's alluding to is that he's done like a lot worse things than the public knows about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch the documentary when it eventually comes to Canada. Um, (laughs) So we'll see about that. But I mean, I guess I'm interested. I mean, I just feel like I've heard it all, but I'm sure that there's more to it if they're doing like a whole series. I cannot wait for the curious case of Natalia Grace. I heard I was so excited when I heard Jody and Amanda talking about that. And that comes out, I think, next Monday, like the 29th or the 27th or something like that. So I can't wait to watch that because there's so many times that I've looked at pictures or videos of her and thought, oh, that's absolutely a little girl. And then there's other times where you see pictures or videos or something and you're like, that's a full grown ass woman. How do you even know? I guess, I don't know. They said that she had like pubic hair. She was supposed to be like eight or nine years old. I don't know how you even could decipher that information. I mean, I I don't know anything about it except for the trailer that you sent me. Um, all I know is that Orphan is like one of my all-time favorite movies so I just love that this is like the real and this happened after Orphan came out so that makes me also wonder like that's crazy does that have something to do with this did Did this bitch see the movie and get inspired yeah exactly and say like oh wow I could you know being 20 something years old have some dumb couple adopt me and just live free (laughs) like it's crazy I try to have sex with the dad like does that happen too I don't think so but they did say like they woke up in the middle of the night and she was standing on the side of the bed with a knife um that she tried to kill their kid she uh tried to poison the mom like three times I think they said just crazy that's fucked up I know 
That's that's yeah. And I, I'm, I'm I excited don't know if we still even know if she's an adult or a child. Crazy. I mean, I let's watch wait. it. Let's talk about it. Hell yeah! I can't I'm excited. wait. Um, another show that I'm so excited for. I feel like nobody else cares about this except for me. But for anyone listening, The Idol, Sam Levinson's new show, it comes mm-hmm. out a week from Sunday, I believe. I'm like very very soon. About that. Um. So this has been in production for a very long time now, starring Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd, and. Oh. Lily Rose Depp plays like a pop star who's I don't know if she's supposed to be like a pop star who's like gone off the deep end or like mm-hmm. became like very sexual and the weekends uh like a cult leader that she like falls into Ooh. and like yeah and he confirmed because he he previewed the show at Kane's con however however the fuck you say that and um he confirmed that it's set in the same universe as Euphoria and Maddie the character of Maddie has like a guest spot or a no way on it so yeah that's exciting so is it on show what is HBO Euphoria on HBO is it on HBO yeah and okay. it's gotten like horrible reviews and apparently because it was supposed to debut a long time ago and then what happened was they had to go back and reshoot some stuff because it was that graphic. And oh, like, the reviews for... are that it's super graphic, not that it's like a bad show? Yeah, like it's... Okay. Like apparently there was um, a scene where like the weekend's character made her put like an egg inside of herself or something and she wasn't allowed to crack it or something like that. Oh. And then there was another rumor <laughs> that one of the opening scenes is her getting like jizzed all over her face and then them like posting the picture to social media and calling her oh like the God. human cum sack or something <gasps> like that. I don't know if this is true. This is just what I've been reading on the internet. Oh my um, God. I mean, and for an HBO show to be like, that's too much it it has to be a lot so either way I'm just so excited because I just love that experience of like from watching Euphoria every week of just like you know smoking weed and listening to the the soundtrack and watching the cinematography on the screen and I think that you know as crazy as Sam Levinson is and uh, you know, so much awful shit is probably going to come out about him more than it already has. I'm, I think that he's talented in that way, and I'm excited for the show. That sounds really crazy. When it, do we know when it's coming out? Yeah, I just said like the week after Sunday, like not this Sunday, oh, but the sorry. week after. I, yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it, hadn't seen anything about it, but then I also haven't been on HBO because. I think they switched over to just Max. So it's just called Max instead of HBO Max. And I'm supposed to update my app. And I just, every time I go in there and it tells me to update the app, I'm like, no, thank you. (laughs) I just (laughs) close out of it. (laughs) That sounds good though. Yeah. Check that out. Trying to think, is there anything else good that's coming up? Have you watched any Yellow Jackets? I haven't watched any. And I her it's I think it's the finale coming up right um I think there might be is it I thought two more episodes maybe it's an ultimate I'm not sure but yeah soon I believe is going to be the end of the season I was like maybe I'll just end up end up binging binging but from the little bit of spoilers I've heard 
I don't know if I'm going to like it, so I'm not super thrilled to get into it because it sounds like there's some kind of supernatural aspect to it. No. And I'm not into that kind of shit. I wouldn't say supernatural aspect. There's a lot of like, is this real life or is this not, I would say. But okay. I mean, I know I heard Jody say she kind of fell off on it on on their episode yeah. this week, but that disappoints me because I love it. I love okay. it. I think the acting is phenomenal. Um, and I personally like that I have no idea where it's going to go. Like even with okay. White Lotus every week, I was like, this could happen or this could happen. But with Yellow Jackets, I'm like, I genuinely no idea. have no fucking clue. Right. And I like that. I like go- watching okay. the episode and being like, what are we going to get this Who, week? What's going to happen? Yeah. It's okay. it's it's cuckoo bananas, though. Like, it is it is a really weird show. Okay. I'm I'm excited to watch it. That sounds good. As long as it's not, like, weird, like I said, supernatural stuff. That That's almost like the inkling that I was getting from some of the things that I heard podcasts that weren't doing spoilers but just kind of talked about little aspects of it and I was like no that's not for me but I'll have to try it because I loved the first season I thought the first season was great I know and the casting is just like unreal like I love the opening credits when they show like the older mixed with like it's so good okay cool I'll check it out then um okay I want to ask you something yes do you remember the iconic movie from I don't know 2003 maybe she's the man starring Amanda Bynes and Channing I've never Tatum. seen it I know what it's about but I've never seen it okay I I didn't finish it but I was having some drinks over the weekend saw it was on Netflix just threw it on watched maybe the first half of it before I turned it off I'm wondering if that movie would be allowed to be made nowadays. Oh, I'm sure not. Right? I'm yeah. I'm watching it thinking like She like pretends to be her brother or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. she looks like she totally looks like a chick, 100%. I understand it. Yeah, and the voice <laughs> goes in and out from like her normal voice to like I'm a dude. It's, it's really <laughs> it's really strange, but Channing Tatum is so hot. Oh, so hot. Um, well, I know he's Jody's like arch nemesis, but I don't. What is the what is her issue with him? Every time somebody says something about Channing Tatum, she's just so upset by it. I don't know. Does she I, call him Lego Head or something? <laughs> I think he's fine as hell, but of whatever. Course. What do I know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I was going to say, I swear, we really need to do like a deep dive on Amanda Bynes. I've got to know what is going on with her. I mean, I think it's like, I don't know, but I I was thinking about that when I was watching the movie with her, obviously, because I'm like, damn, like, what happened? What happened? You know, it's so sad. And it was so fast. It happened so fast. I just felt like she was totally normal. And then one day she was completely off. Like, remember, and... she went to court and like that party city wig. Yes yeah and she was like tweeting that she wanted drake to murder her vagina and like all and she got like the heart shit. tattoo under her yes. eye yeah. yeah 
and she and I, she's I on conservatorship bit, I think or under conservatorship so she say. was and I think that we thought she came off of her conservatorship I think a year or two ago and she appeared to be doing well and then like a couple months ago she was like in LA naked in the streets and she like hail like stopped a car and was like I'm having a psychological break I need you to call the hospital or something that is just oh it's so sad that's so sad and so scary do you think it's connected to the whole Nickelodeon Dan Schneider thing it's too much of a coincidence in my opinion I mean definitely definitely could be and I also just think that like being famous as a young person or a child is like a trauma on its own oh of course yeah like for example I listened to uh Beyond the Blinds Patreon exclusive Justin Bieber series recently and it's like four hours long I listened to the whole thing and that was some of the darkest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life oh wow like I just I cannot even imagine what these what these you know child stars go through like it's it's crazy it's sad it's just them getting taken advantage of by every single person in their lives like including their own families you know right so and obviously I don't know the situation specific to her but I think just in general uh being famous as a young person must be like it's gotta fuck you up oh yeah of course yeah and do you think that I see I've never been part of beyond the blinds patreon before do you think I should sign up for it I mean yeah if you yeah if you like what's your favorite thing on there that you liked I mean the Bieber series for sure yeah did have they done an Amanda Bynes series it seems like they I know I was just I was just wondering that um I have no idea I can look it up but yeah Mm -hmm. What do you think about people saying that um, they think Britney's dead and that Jamie Lynn is like pretending to be her on Instagram? Okay, well, you sent video. that video. Yeah, with it was the filter. weird, right? Something's going on and it's it's creepy. That was the creepiest thing ever. But again, who's to say that that video wasn't altered some way? The thing is, like with, with AI and everything right now, what's really scary to me is being afraid that we're not going to know what's real and what's not real anymore. It's really scary. Oh yeah. There's those like AI, like, I don't know what they're called technicians or like inventors. I don't know what they are that like came out and did an interview. And they said, the one guy said that like, he regrets ever getting involved in it because now he sees like what that shit is capable of. Like, I swear Mm -hmm. to God, like Terminator is going to happen. I know it's already happening. It's, It's very scary. Yeah. I mean, you can't, which this has been going on for years, but you can't even go into a fast food restaurant and order from a person anymore. Everything's replaced by kiosks. I've seen a couple of AI generated um, commercials with like humans in them. It looks like humans, but they're AI generated. It is creepy. They even used AI in one of the recent episodes of uh, undercover underage where this like creepy guy have you been keeping up with that show have you been watching I watched it? I watched the first episode of the new season oh my 
I keep, it's so good. You got to keep planning. I'm planning on it. I started when I was really hungover the other day. Okay. And then I was just like, I can't watch this when this I'm hungover. Not, it's too yeah, much. It's not, not a good hangover right, show. <laughs> not in the right like mindset. Yeah. Um, the other day I was watching it and I fell asleep. I was so exhausted. I fell asleep at like 8.30. So I need to finish that episode. But in one of the episodes within the last couple of weeks, one of the creeps was asking about the decoy's two-year-old neighbor and wanting photos of them. And they Jesus what they Christ. ended up I know what they ended up doing is they created an AI toddler to send pictures of. Of course, nothing like, you know, nothing gross, just like a couple pictures of a two-year-old toddler like in their yard or playing or whatever. But it was completely AI generated. It wasn't a real kid. Crazy. It's so crazy what they can do right now. But it is very scary to me, especially because AI is taking over jobs. Like, what are we all going to do when there's AI entertainers and AI actors? And what the hell are we going to do? Um, Look at even like, remember when Snoop Dogg brought out like the Tupac hologram at Coachella in like whatever year that was and then everyone was like oh all these holograms are gonna go on tour scary and then remember when Kanye West gave Kim Kardashian the the Robert Kardashian hologram for her birthday like that was fucking weird I know it's very it creeps me out and people like you don't have to worry about it and I'm like yeah they want you to think This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I'm worried about it. I'm freaked out. I mean, I knew a guy who was like so paranoid about that shit. Um, he might listen to this. So I don't want to dox him, but um, he was so paranoid about that shit. And he would keep like a little sticker over the camera on his cell phone. Yes. And yeah. I'd be like, okay, like I get it. But at the same time, like, why does the government want to spy on you? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I always felt that way too. Like uh, my husband hates the fact that we have the A-L-E-X-A's in the house and I don't want to turn her on. So can't say her name, but. Oh, okay. I was sorry. Go, it actually took me a minute to realize what go you were around, like unplugging them, but I like them because um, uh, my brain is constantly running. And so, and I have a bad memory. So I will tell her like, add this to my grocery list, do this, remind me of this, set an alarm for that, da, da, da. So I like to have them on, but my husband is super freaked out that they're listening to us. And I'm like, and what are they going to hear? What is there to hear that is so interesting? I'm not worried about it, but at the same time, I don't think it's that they're focused in on us as individuals, as much as they're collecting information to give to AI and stuff. That part is scary. I mean, just one time I was at my brother's house and it wasn't even on and we were just talking and it was like 
something about like I can't hear you and it was like the creepiest fucking thing ever Mm -hmm. my brother pulled his wall unit out of his wall and took that shit off and he's like I'm returning this tomorrow because that was the creepiest fucking thing that's ever that's the thing it's all it's everywhere it doesn't like just talk to you and scare the shit out of you out of nowhere like that though I heard that you can go into the settings of the A-L-E-X-A and there's somewhere that you can go where you can look at voice recordings of random voice recordings that it's it takes of you throughout the day when you're not even talking to her or anything or communicating, but it takes random recordings of your voice throughout the day and you can go into the settings and find it. That's so creepy. I don't I know. Don't like that, babe, at all. <laughs> Let's talk about something else before we have a real actual nightmares tonight. <laughs> yes. I, I wanted to get your take on something that I, I saw today. Okay. So people have been bugging Miley Cyrus to go on tour and, you know, hoping that she was going to do a new tour with her new album that's out now and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. then did you see this? She tweeted like why she doesn't want to go on tour. No. What'd she say? She wrote a huge thing about like, oh, it has nothing to do with my fans. My fans know I love performing for them, all this stuff. But she literally said in her long statement she doesn't want to have to get ready in a locker room and that she doesn't want to have to sleep on a moving bus those were her two like main reasons and it's like I mean I get it because like that bitch has so much fucking money like she never has to tour again like if she never like she made more money by the time she was 16 than like our whole friend group will ever see in our lives right. combined. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. Times yeah. a million. Um, so, but I don't know. I just felt like I told. I get it, but like, did you really have to say that? It just came off a little. Mm. I'm I'm happy that she's being honest about it. Honestly, I I don't fault her for that. I don't have a problem with her saying that. The thing is that she's been working since she was a baby. She's been working since she was a toddler. And, you know, we were looking at those videos recently of her first tour as Hannah Montana and watching, I mean, a hundred, however many thousands of people in the audience while she put on an entire tour as Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana at the age of 14. It is insane. So in my opinion, she can do or not do whatever the fuck she wants to do or not do for the rest of her life because she paid her dues and she can retire if she wants to. But I'm at the age right now where I so totally do not want to do certain things that may seem ridiculous. And I'm starting to notice that more about myself. And I'm having a hard time coming up with an example, but there's certain things throughout my day that I'm like, I don't want to do that or feel that way or experience that. So I'm going to avoid it at all costs. And it's something that I'm starting to notice about myself as I get a little older. I feel like so much has changed about me since I turned 35. I'm kind of freaked out. I'm having a midlife life crisis, man. Uh-oh. I'm like Tom Sandoval over here. I'm going to grow a mustache and get the white say, acrylics. <laughs> I'm going to fucking grow a mustache. It's funny because when about the white males that 
I like to be super tan and have white nails. I think it's it's like a cool contrast sometimes. And I almost bought some white nail polish the other day and I was like, no, I can't. I don't want to look like Tom Sandoval. I mean, I yeah, I just don't like nail polish on guys in general. The oh, dude, no, no. the dude that yeah. like works at the dispensary oh. I go to like always has black nail polish on, and I'm just yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, it's honestly I don't like to put nail polish on myself. I got other shit to do. Too busy to sit there and wait for that shit to dry. I'm ready to go to bed. So I don't know why you would want to go out of your way to do it, anyways, but. Um, I have an am I the asshole that's whatever. Do you wanna do you wanna do yeah. this or do you wanna save it? No, that sounds good. Okay. And then um while I'm pulling it up, do you wanna do you have a bitch fit or anything? Do you have one? I'm putting you on the spot. Um I let me look at my phone because I know that I had a couple of things written down that I wanted to talk about. I feel like I could bitch about everything because so I started taking I take a ton of vitamins because of my weight loss surgery I have to take a lot of vitamins to help supplement and then I also take um, Zoloft and I typically take it at night but I started switching it to taking it in the morning so that I have more energy and feel better throughout the day um, but there's been a couple days this week that I've forgotten to take it in the morning and I just feel like the biggest fucking bitch on the planet because I'm like all cranky because I didn't take my meds so that's something I have to bitch about but what else was I going to talk about oh I had pet peeves written down let's see I ended up on a part of TikTok that was infuriating last week but it was basically about parents who exploit their children on social media for money and likes and sponsorships and all of that. And I went down this rabbit hole that I was driving me nuts. But it is so upsetting to see all of these TikTok accounts and such that are created around family bloggers or kids, toddlers, even babies, young kids that are being forced to entertain practically in order to make an income for their parents. It's just so distasteful. It's totally my bitch fit. It really upsets me. But I can tell you, my kid is 15 and I have not posted a photo on social media of that kid since they were two. All the photos on there are from like two years old or 18 months, there's only a handful of them. And nobody on my Facebook page is someone that I don't personally know in life. And I just don't understand how you could exploit your child like that on the internet in front of literally millions of people and sleep at night just because you're cashing a check. Blows my mind. It's disgusting. Two things. There's a novel that I read earlier this year that is literally a story about that, about a mommy social media influencer yeah. whose like whole thing is her baby and like exploiting her her family for like spawn con. And then it basically is like, you know, a thriller and it all comes back to bite her in the ass and she has a stalker and stuff and it's like crazy. It's crazy. called people like her by Emery Lloyd I think it's like a husband wife writing team who does it but great book and then also um 
even like I think about this all the time like even people who listen like I don't have any babies whatever so I don't know if I were to ever be a mom, if what I would be like, if I would do this, but it's just like people who post pictures of their baby every day. And then they're posting their kid, like doing embarrassing things and stuff like that. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, I feel so mm-hmm. bad for the kids. Like I'm embarrassed when my mom like pulls out old pictures of me from like the photo album, let alone like (laughs) if my whole entire life was on social media for everyone to see for forever, you know? Right. It's like, yeah, it's, I don't like it either. It's upsetting. And a handful of years ago, do you remember when there was this um, boom of videos on Facebook and Instagram of parents humiliating their kids? Like there were, there was a video where the windshield wiper thing. What was it when they would tell their kid to go into the gas station and ask okay. for like oh, tire linker fluid? Linker fluid. That's what it was. Okay. Yes, that was bad. But here's something even worse: is there were there were parents that were humiliating their child by their children by publicly disciplining them online. So maybe a kid bullied another kid. And so then they, they turn on their phone and they start taking this video and they like make that kid shave their head or something so that they can see what it's like to be bullied. Like, holy fucking shit. It is so fucked up. I cannot imagine ever thinking that the way that you should discipline your child is in front of millions of strangers humiliate them online, especially if they're a preteen or a teenager. It's such a sensitive time there's just different ways that you can handle things like that just awful yeah you give them a whooping like the old-fashioned way I mean behind closed (laughs) doors Jesus seriously if you need to that's better than like having this live on on the internet forever that's awful no so upsetting it's crazy and then there's like the whole other level to that about like you know uh babies of like super famous people like the kardashians and stuff like i can only imagine like how those kids are going to be when they grow up well then your freaking kid is in some perv's computer you know in a folder on some pervert's computer and now they're going to be featured on freaking undercover underage like you just cannot put shit out there on the internet and think that random people aren't going to find it it's so scary and we should all just leave the internet (laughs) I agree the internet's a very scary place especially when you're me on twitter in the middle of the day today defending tom schwartz to the to the katie stand justice for tom I the things that people said to to me No, I was saying over the first reunion clip that dropped where she was explaining why she was so upset that he kissed Raquel. And I was like, sorry, don't think he did anything wrong. And then everyone's like coming for me. I do think that he could have made a better choice and not to her. It probably seems like he was intentionally flaunting in front of her, although I don't think that was his intention. Um, But I, and I don't know the whole backstory because I haven't seen the entire series. I have finished season one. I'm on the reunion of season one. And so I'm going into season two and I'm going to be binging the fuck out of the show for who knows how long it takes me to, to catch up. But 
I just feel like it's so unfair for Schwartz to be getting so much shit. Again, we've discussed this before. I do not think that he was some evil genius plotting behind the scenes with Tom Sandoval about how he was going to be the distraction and this and that. Like, I, I just think it really sucks for him because his business suffered. People are crucifying him. What was he supposed to do? Like, rat out his friend. It's just a disaster. And he's like kind of in the middle. Sucks. Yeah, he was put in a super shitty situation. Another bomb that Ariana dropped on Call Her Daddy was that that very first Watch What Happens Live, the premiere episode when it was the two times, how the reason why it was like super awkward was because allegedly they Uh had Raquel back at their hotel. There's no way the three of them didn't do something together. You think so? Like had like an Eiffel Tower moment or something <gasps> for sure. No, nope. I don't think so because for sure. I, think, I do. No. I think I think Raquel would do anything that those guys. I'm asked sure her to she do. would. I think she'd be open to it, but I don't think Tom Sandoval would have shared her with Schwartz. Remember how jealous he was acting towards the end of the season when she was. I mean, she was trying to make him jealous while making out with Schwartz and everything like that and and we had talked about that before how my opinion is that she was pissed that they've been having this affair for so long and he's probably telling her he's leaving Ariana he needs to find the right time blah 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 she got pissed that he was taken too long took that Mexico trip as an opportunity to flaunt in front of him and make him jealous. And he acted jealous on that trip as well by saying like, here, Raquel, here's Tom's keys. Go to his room. Da, 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 da. I do not think there's any way in hell that Sandoval would have shared Raquel with Schwartz because like, that's his girl. I don't know. See, I just think that if he was high enough on whatever drugs he was taking that night, then he probably would have. I don't know. I think I, I think know. that Sandoval likes to get fucked up. Well, and, I think and Ariana, that if if they were partying oh, yeah. and stuff, I I wouldn't put it past them that something went down. Maybe I think I call bullshit on this whole thing about how you know the negotiations have stopped with the cast, and we're not sure. Andy if confirmed sign that's on. not true. It's fucking bullshit. That's yeah. Such Andy bullshit. confirmed that's not true. What did he say about it? I he said the... he's he was like because someone asked him he was like getting interviewed by someone somewhere something and a fan asked him what what that was about like what was the bomb that dropped at the reunion then he was like nothing that is stopping anything from happening there's nothing stopping the next season going forward he said I just think that the fans think that they know the whole story and after watching the reunion you're going to realize you didn't know the whole story okay i can't fucking wait unfortunately i have to wait for peacock until tomorrow but we get those extended episodes for peacock so i'm excited um i was going to say in listening to give them lala there was such an uncomfortable conversation happening happening because her co I don't know who her co-host or who her assistant or whoever is that's that's just like the producer of the podcast okay so she brought up the rumor that uh Raquel is was like in hiding in Arizona because she's pregnant and that she said she was pregnant and now she's not pregnant 
And so Lala automatically starts talking about how, you know, she's not going to discuss that because it could be really hurtful. Uh, and, and it seemed to me like she was assuming that she lost the baby, but my initial thought was maybe she had an abortion. My initial thought was nowhere along the lines of, oh, she had a miscarriage and whatever. I was like, if she was pregnant and then not pregnant, there is a chance that maybe she went and hid out and had an abortion, went to some like little tiny clinic that nobody would ever, no paparazzi would ever be outside of in some town in Arizona and was like kind of grieving and recovering and all of that. I don't know. That's my guess. I mean, either one of those things is possible, but. Mm -hmm. Do you think she was pregnant? Mm, I don't know. And if she wasn't, if she's not anymore, then like who really cares it's not juicy then if she's not actually having a baby i think it's juicy i think if she was pregnant and she got an abortion it's like who the fuck cares but if she I... like has a baby and her and tom are gonna like try to raise this baby together all of a sudden it would but be but they're like, also saying what? they're broken up now i mean that doesn't surprise me and that tom is dating some new chick already there was something on like, like one I of the s- gossip like I said in the like I said in the last episode I think that in that scene he had a look on his face like I fucked up yeah like this girl is not for me like the wheels are not turning in there Mm -mm. no the hamsters aren't running fast enough I saw some stupid post going back to what you're saying about him dating this blonde influencer chick And it was like some person at a gym and they were like, I don't know who this person is, but they just came up to me and told me that it was in like Austin, Texas or something. And they were like, this person just came up to me and said that they had to get out of LA because all the girls there are crazy. And it's like, okay, well, if you don't know who this person is, then why are you taking pictures of them? And yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so weird. So I just find the whole thing fishy. Uh, it could absolutely be bullshit. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Well, we watched the 90 Day Fiance tell all and it was boring as fuck. I, I can't it, even they think just, of anything they that just we learned. pulled me out of it so much with A, that annoying ass guy and his quote unquote wife. Um, Tim and Veronica? Yeah. Oh, that's his. Oh, well, that's his ex girlfriend. They're his ex his ex girlfriend. Sorry. Yeah. Them, uh, yeah, like, they don't need to be. They there. pull me out of it, and then also when they started showing the pillow talk clips. Uh, I loved that. Oh, I didn't. That pulled oh, me right it. out of it. I'm like, why are these people on my TV all of a sudden? Um, I love watching pillow talk. I watch pillow talk every week. I love it. I think it's funny. It gives you all the important stuff you need to know from the episode in case you don't want to watch the whole episode. When there's seasons like Happily Ever After, that's always so boring that I only watch Pillow Talk for it. But I loved it. I loved that scene. Um, I'm trying to think of what... Well, I think they mentioned it, but maybe they didn't completely go into it. But there was something about Jamie cheating which I don't consider Jamie cheating because Chris disappeared. And so Jamie started talking to someone else. Yeah. I, I don't know how that's cheating. Um, And Jamie said that 
Chris's ex-husband sent her photos of Jamie like naked, which ew, first of all, ew. Um, second of all, <laughs> um, not only naked photos, but like video of them fucking. I don't understand. I don't understand how, like, I think that Jamie and Chris were both trying to use each other for something, and then both of them just failed. Yeah. Like, it was just a big epic fail. Yeah. Um, And then also, let's see, Danielle, uh, um, Jen's friends tell Danielle that she emasculates Johan duh um they had they had some real hot takes there and jen and rishi saw each other at a wedding in india of of a mutual friend had an intimate evening together and are talking again and then everyone ganks up on rishi and like forces him to tell his parents on video call that he is again engaged to Jen and he's going to marry her. Holy shit, that was uncomfortable to watch. What did you think about that? Yeah, I thought that was really weird. And also, it was just so funny, oh too, God. how he was deflecting like crazy. They all were ganging up on him and yelling the at translator him. was like, eh, he didn't really say it. This is what oh he said. Oh, my God. Well, who wants to say something like that? It's it's sensitive conversation. You don't want to do it on national television with your parents who don't speak English and being forced into it. Yeah, I mean, I get it from (sighs) Jen's point of view, but at the same time, it's like, you know how this man is. You know the deal already. So either accept it or don't. Or don't, exactly. from the clips from next week, you could tell she's really upset about that age comment. Like we would have accepted her if she was a little younger. Like you could tell that really got to her. So yeah, so I think I noticed that too because she flipped out when Rishi's mom said something about her age. I'm not going to be age shamed and stuff like, okay, we've hit a nerve. Clearly your age is something that is incredibly sensitive topic to you. I get that because I feel pretty sensitive about my age these days too. Um, But you are significantly older than him. And I don't think it's particularly your age. I think it's the fact that you cannot give him children and he doesn't have children. And this is a culture that is very focused on having children, grandchildren, family, building the family that, you know, a multi-generation household, all of those things are important to this culture. So I think that instead of taking it so personally of like, you're calling me old, it's like, why are they concerned about the age? Because there's an age gap there, but it's not like 30, 40 years like it was with um, Debbie Nosama. I mean, yeah, he just either needs to be like, fuck off, mom and dad, I'm going to be with her, or he's going to listen to his mommy and daddy the rest of his life. I definitely think um, Mahmoud is very abusive towards Nicole, and her behavior this entire time was that of an abused woman who's trying to calm down her abuser because she's afraid of him. It was... um... I mean, I know that this means nothing now, but it's giving like Vanderpump Rules James when he was in his drinking state screaming at Raquel, like bad. But um, 
that, yeah. that that was honestly the highlight of the episode for me though the very beginning of him just like throwing a tantrum while he's smoking yeah. a cigarette like kicking the car door mm-hmm. but also I mean you have to think about it when you see the way she talks to him like honey I'm so sorry like I can't control the things that other people say and da 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 if you've ever gross. been in a relationship where you're afraid of what the other person is going to do or say she absolutely was operating from that stance of like I need to protect him and me from him acting insane on national television it was just so uncomfortable to watch it was abusive and nobody said anything about it like that which is upsetting I mean, Gabe kind of said something like, I don't really like him. Like, I think that he controls you. Gabe was trying to be like the um, the star of the reunion. I think Gabe wants a spot on the pillow talk or, you know, happily ever after or whatever. He's really trying to like go for that spot to keep and I on think the show. That, I think that they will. I think that they'll sure, get them yeah. something because they oh, do yeah. seem to be re- like fan favorites. Oh my God. Speaking of, did you see this? Dar- speaking of like 90 Day Fiance, did you see Darcy claims that she had a fling with Sandoval back in the day? Yes. Yes. I talk saw her about, daughter posted about it. Talk about want attention much. Talk about I know trying to everyone trying to like in, intertwine themselves into the VPR universe these days. I know a lot of people love Darcy and Stacy, but I cannot watch anything that has to do with them because they are the walking embodiment of body dysmorphia. Like they're poster children. It's so sad because even, even in like them the and Farrah Abraham, yes, and and even in this the second season of Ninety Day Fiance or whatever, when she was with Jesse, she was so beautiful, and she in the past six seven years, it it is so sad. It is a sickness. It is ill mental illness. It is heartbreaking to see what they have both done to themselves in the past several years and it's it's crazier that they both do it that there's not like one mentally ill sister and the other one's kind of okay I mean they are right there together it's very sad to see I can't watch their show or anything about them because it just makes me depressed I can't enjoy it yeah that's messed Mm -hmm. up I don't know what else to say. I'm like, that's just messed. I don't know too yeah. much about them. I just remember like one of the very first 90 Day Fiance clips I remember seeing was Darcy going, I don't know if it was her first time on the show, going to meet that younger guy in, mm-hmm. I don't even know what Jesse. country it was. Yep. And she like spraying herself with the perfume. Yep. Like you could yeah. like smell it through the TV screen. Yeah. In the bathroom at the uh, airport. Yeah. Yeah. She looked so good then and she just looks like like that cat lady, the cat lady that did all the surgeries or, you know, like we always say if you get too much stuff done, you look worse, you look older than you would have if you would just had a little bit done. It's sad. I don't know. And then do you think that Debbie and Osama are going to get back together? I mean, I hope not. 
she made that comment when they were like, what, what would he have to do? Oh, he'd have to move mountains. Da, da, da. Well, what would that be to you? Like, I don't know. He could start with buying a plane ticket. And I was like, ah, Debbie, come on. I know she made this whole thing. And, but I don't, I don't know. I would I hope, hope the brother or the son wouldn't allow it. Yeah, but he must not have a good picker either if he's got his eyes on fucking crackhead Chris over there. So, God, he's not a great judge of character or not making great decisions either. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's all I really have for 90 Day. I mean, next yeah. week's the last part. So, hopefully, something will happen. Maybe something will happen. Oh, I, I did want to say I was so uncomfortable. I felt like they really put Gabe on the spot to talk about his bottom surgery and how coming works and all of that. And it was frustrating because it's like, okay, he had a very in-depth explanation of how all of this works on the show. And now he's sitting here at the reunion and you guys are making him have the exact same conversation with all the same information all over again. And that was just so uncomfortable. I felt like it was really rude. And I hope, I really hope they had a conversation with him before the show to clear if it was okay to discuss that on the show. Um, it was just frustrating to me. And again, he had had this entire explanation on the show and they made him do it all over again on the on I the, mean, on the that's, the that's kind of what the reunions are for the most part. Anyway. But Danielle refers to him squirting. And that to me is incredibly disrespectful yeah. because he's not a woman. He is a man who has gone through so much to transition by like, you know, by a lot. Well, I guess, you know, he's gone through so much to transition. And so to use a term that is used for women ejaculating and to say oh okay well like so you're you're squirting and it's like no he's not squirting like i don't know i was offended for him it's like that's fucking rude but it I is mean, danielle i didn't really view it that way when i was watching it to be honest i was just kind of like oh he probably like likes to educate people about it because he was so open on the episode talking about it um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that she said that to him, but honestly, I wouldn't put, they put bleeped it past it. Okay. They believe, so they, so she said, oh, so it's like you, and the assumption is that she said, come, but she said squirt. And that's what's gross about it. I wouldn't put it past that girl to say a lot of things to people, you know? She's she probably worse. She probably puts her uh, foot in her mouth a lot. Yeah, she's the worst. She's the worst. I think that was it. I don't Just like was... uh, my stepmom, but I will all talk about that on Patreon. Okay. Yes, because <laughs> I I swear right now I look at my phone and I have like ninety unread text messages because the group chat is going off. It was so just crazy. Me. I I'm sorry to the group chat if you guys are listening right now. I was on my <laughs> phone all fucking day. Uh, no, I love it. Sending shit, being so annoying. So I love it, but I actually have I 
set up a do a version of do not disturb on my iPhone for when I'm at work, because I will constantly like just get notifications all day long. And I, it, I can't focus on my work when, when that's happening. So I put it in like a do not disturb. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, I have a hundred text messages to look through, but I love it. I love scrolling up and then going through the convo and putting in my, my two cents here and there. So I saw something about that, about a vehicle, but I figured that we would talk about it on Patreon. So Oh yeah, we definitely because I, I have a lot to say. I mean, not that I'm worried about anybody listening to this on that right. end, but you know, yeah, sometimes you got to pay for the hilarious content. Well, and if you guys want the VPR reunion stuff, you're going to have to go to Patreon because we're not going to do a full recap of VPR reunion on the main feed. We're going to be talking about other things for the next couple of weeks. So Go to our Instagram, instagram.com slash restingbitchpod. Go to the link tree. You can find everything that you need there. Check out Justine at the Shore Store. I saw that you had an episode come out with Erica today. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but always love when you guys are together. We did. uh, All of you together? All four of us. (gasps) We did a Teen Mom 3. Oh my God. I'm so excited. The for one that. where uh, Brianna goes to college and the, the coven waits for her outside the college. And then Brittany oh gets all God. pissed and she calls her friend. She's like, she's the one with the baby. Like, why do we have to baby her? It's so oh, good. Wow. Okay. Yes. I cannot wait to listen to that. And then, um, oh, also on every, we love to hate everything and total request pod. They put out the episode it's a Law & Order SVU episode with John Stamos, and he is a reproductive abuser. And let me tell you guys, that episode, Jody and Amanda were fucking hilarious. I'm sitting in my cubicle at work trying not to laugh and because it is so quiet at work. And I mean, they were just on one. It was fantastic. So make sure you check that out too. Check out all of our friends. Oh, and Lindsay and Carling... I was going to say. Oh my God. I'm so excited. We got a little sneak peek. We got to listen to episode one and it was so good. Uh, Lindsay and Carling have started a new podcast that will be out soon. I think it's the first of June is when they're releasing it. It is a seventh heaven recap podcast. So it's called seventh heaven, a lesbian recap. I think a lesbian recap podcast. Yes. Oh, it was wonderful. It's delightfully cheesy. As we know, we've been seeing some TikToks come up. Seventh Heaven is unhinged. And I cannot wait to hear all of their opinions on these crazy episodes. But uh, yeah, we listened to the first episode and it was fantastic. So you guys have got to subscribe to that. Seventh Heaven, a lesbian recap with Carling and Lindsay. So good uh when the bro- when the brother brings home like the homeless girl and he like acts <laughs> like she's a dog and he's like can I keep her and then he like trains her and feeds her treats out of his hand <laughs> and there's an episode where where there's kids at school are like huffing paint um there's the episode with the joint uh where we learn that the mom has <gasps> smoked pot once <sighs> You know, I mean, there's just so many gems in there. Ashley Simpson was on 7th Heaven. I mean, it's just wonderful. It's delightful. So make sure you guys check that out. 
Do you have anything else? Nope. That's everything. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out our Patreon and we will see you bitches later. Bye, bitches. Bye.